Hello and welcome to Beauty Guides Podcast. You can find us at Beauty Guides Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. We are two beauty industry professionals discussing makeup, skincare, sometimes even self-care. My name is Kelsey. I'm a licensed esthetician and educator and you can find me on Instagram at Kelsey's Aesthetics. I'm Lauren. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and a freelance hair and makeup artist. You can find me on Instagram at Lauren H. Beauty Vibes. Today's topic is hydrating mists. Welcome back. Um, some exciting news. We are on the TikTok. We are, we have joined the sensational app. Are you guys on the TikTok? You should check us out. Um, Lauren, had you messed around on TikTok before we got on the TikTok? Never have I ever. And I swore that I would never get a TikTok. So this is all new to me, but I'm excited and I'm learning a lot and I'm ready to get with the modern times. Don't worry, guys. We are not dancing or doing doing anything. We're pointing. We're not pointing. We're not pointing and we're not dancing. Um, It's mostly a lot of our content for beauty guides that we post to our stories um, as well as some other stuff. Lauren is very much a creative and she plays around a lot with different makeup looks and things like that. And I think um, the TikTok would be a good place for us to place those things. Also, I don't think I'm ever going to stop calling it the TikTok because it just really emphasizes how old and outdated I truly am with these, these I, new I kids. I like it. It's very fitting. <laughs> so <laughs> check us out on the TikTok. It's at Beauty Guides Podcast, just like everything else. Um, so in exciting news, I went to Savannah and Lauren came down and met me for a really fun Savannah day. It was so nice. It was so nice. We have not seen each other since 2011. So we even doing this podcast, like we're always texting and like Mm -hmm. talking over the phone, but we have not seen each other in face to face. Yeah. In the flesh. And what's really funny is about the last time we saw each other, we were both at a bar. Um, and it's just so funny to think that, um, we both found ourselves on sober journeys. Um, yeah. And like the trashiest oh, bar that you can yeah. be at. Like anytime, oh, yeah. like a bar has like a theme where like two letters are the same and yeah. stuff, like, you know, it's trashy. We were at Bamboo Birdies. Anytime a bar has a tiki theme and you are <laughs> not in the Caribbean. <laughs> and you're not even around water or like. <laughs> It's like in the middle of a highway. Yeah. I always call it the island of Pasadena too because oh, yeah. it's just its own brand of people. Yeah. Um, so we we did not meet up at a bar this time. We met in downtown Savannah, which Savannah is truly one of my favorite places. And I think this trip really solidified the fact that I'm going to live there one day. I really am. So I yeah, love it so much. Um, so we had a really nice day. We walked around Savannah. Um, my friend Sam took some cool pictures of us. Um, so more to come on that. Um, but it was just really nice. But one of the things I want to talk about is since I was on vacay, I used um, some mini skincare. Um, you know, like the mini skincare that comes with Sephora orders. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a great time to use some of those products. Yeah. Well, and it was only – it was five days. So I was like, if my skin freaks out, I'll be home in five days. So um, so what I used was moisturizers because I knew that that would be the least likely to offend my skin. So the first one is the Drunk Elephant Proteiny Polypeptide Cream. Um, so cream, I wouldn't really call this a cream. I would say it's more of like a gel based, but not in a sticky sense. Um, however, but not, but not yet a water cream, not, no, it thicker than a water cream. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of something I can relate it to. Maybe just like a thin moisturizer. Cause okay. to me, when I think cream, I think of something a little bit heavier, um, mm-hmm. and that just might be my skincare brain. Like, um, I would call, I guess, cause the word lotion doesn't sound as nice. Like <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> cream and sounds better. And I'm immediately better. going to like put the lotion on the skin. Right. Mm-hmm. Lotion sounds like your bottle of like Vaseline lotion, 
you know, cocoa butter, whatever, whatever. So um, this was nice. I used, I could use it both day and night. Um, I always use some sort of serum. I think if I hadn't used a serum, it would have been too lightweight for me. Um, but I also did have trouble with this pilling a little bit underneath makeup. Um, and the day that it, the day that I wore makeup and then it really pilled for me was the day we met up and got our pictures taken. So that was, love that for me. Um, no, (laughs) I didn't even notice. Well, because I removed all of it and I used the second moisturizer that I bought. Mm -hmm. I have these sitting right here, so I wouldn't forget them. I used the (laughs) Charlotte Tilbury, Charlotte's magic cream, which talk about Probably the second most hyped moisturizer in history. I would say number one is La Mer. And then I would say, yeah, I would say this magic cream is number two. And Um, by the way, we just had a listener come into our DMs asking about this cream. And it was before I even knew that you um, had used it. But yeah, go on with your thoughts and we'll keep going. (laughs) So the skincare part of me had always been really curious about this cream. Um, I had some former students who were makeup artists that like one of them swore by it. And I would look at the ingredients and I'm like, these are kind of basic ingredients. These are just like emollients and moisturizers. Like it was really, really basic. So I had always slightly been curious about it, but not enough to ever like buy it or anything. So I was glad I got to use it. Um, I will say I can see why a makeup artist might like this because it is so moisturizing Mm -hmm. that, you know, you're not always and I mean, I know this from listening to you. You're not always getting the best canvas with these um, client makeup clients, whether they're models or just a regular person who's at their daughter's wedding. Um, you're not always starting with the nicest canvas. And this is a really smoothing moisturizer. I felt like mm-hmm. it really smoothed my skin. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of, I don't want to say like filled in things, but, you know, definitely kind of glided over things. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I can see why this would be a nice base to put makeup on. Um, mm-hmm. However, I do think this is a, a pretty overhyped moisturizer. Yeah. And a lot of makeup artists also say that um, products like that, that are a little too emollient, mm-hmm. that makeup actually does not work well with mm-hmm. it, but it will make your client's skin look really good really fast. But I think that it's more of a preference in mm-hmm. what foundation you choose with it. I think Charlotte Tilbury in general is a very like showy. Yeah. I don't know how to say this right. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it reminds me of like cheap little magic tricks. Right. I know that it, sounds it, really it, mean. Yeah. But I've been trashing the Charlotte Tilbury foundation to like everybody lately. And the only only way I can explain it is to relate these two and um, her foundation. She also has a dewy or luminous version. Mm-hmm. And all it is, is a bunch of like pearl peptides throughout mm-hmm. the entire foundation. Mm-hmm. So someone's entire face mm-hmm. looks like that showy disco ball yeah. rather than yeah. knowing the proper placement of makeup and knowing that you can put a highlight over like top of your cheekbones on the high points mm-hmm. of your face and make like a much more beautiful canvas to look at. I would say if you had asked me two years ago if I thought Charlotte Tilbury was a good representation of luxury makeup and a good makeup artist, I would say yes until starting this podcast and having you introduce me to these kind of unsung hero makeup artists. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm with you because I feel like I was in the same boat. I mean, I right. feel like we both became together and started doing like, just constantly talking yeah. beauty. So we're like worlds away. But yeah, when I was kind of like more, less in depth in the makeup world, mm-hmm. I was like, Oh yeah, Charlotte Tilbury, she's the best. And now I'm just like, uh, pillow talk is iconic, yeah. but I'm, I think good that's with the rest. right. And I have actually tried, um, she, because I like some of her ideas. Like she has this cream potted eyeshadow called Eyes to Mesmerize. And the whole idea is it's like this cream kind of wash of color all over. You can make it a little grungier and smudgier, or you can do like a light wash. And I, and I really, I liked that idea. And they're all kind of that iridescent, very similar to the colors you get with like a Laura Mercier caviar stick. These Mm. cream potted eyeshadows were the hardest thing to work with. And like, I'm 
you know, I'm not a makeup artist, but I'm not a novice. You know, like I'm not a noob with makeup. Like I can pretty much make it work. I could not get these things to work. And yeah, I've heard that some of her makeup is difficult. So yeah. I keep going. No, it's okay. And I was just going to say, and her four, her little eyeshadow quads for 50 bucks, like get out of here. Get. Yeah. I have heard that her, um, her airbrush bronzer mm-hmm. is really, really good. I've heard from that from multiple makeup artists and seen it multiple times like on internet groups. But yeah, I'm with you on everything else. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at the ingredients for the the cream that you're talking about, mm-hmm. I was like, it looks like she just like threw everything in the kitchen sink in it, here. It was, it was just I a mean, lot. Honestly, most of those ingredients remind me of stuff that I would see in like a Nivea or yes. like it's not. And then – and then so – and nothing is really special about Ooh, these did ingredients. Did we say an expensive Pons cream? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. When yes, we that's really funny. Yeah, it just – but I will say that – so the example I give, like, my students sometimes is, like, something can be called chicken, and you know that it's chicken, but is that chicken from, like, Whole Foods or is that, like, McNugget chicken? You don't know because yes. it's just called chicken. There's such a difference. Right. Yeah. So I where think of, like, chicken wings too. Yeah. Yes. So where she's – Are they those sword- baby fetus chicken wings <laughs> or are they, like, oh. real deal the- – yeah. Oh God, it's got <laughs> sorry, real sad. I'm sorry to vegan friends. I should have warned you. I, I will never do that to you again. Yeah. I, I promise you. <laughs> so, anyways, about chicken. So I will say there may be a difference of where she sources her ingredients, but I think um, I think skincare industry has a lot of people fooled thinking that each one of these brands is making their own ingredients, and there's not. There's like a couple labs that are making all of the ingredients. And there's oh, a lot of, a yeah, yeah. So, I mean, she might source, you know, this, her shea butter or whatever from somewhere specific, but I probably doubt it. Yeah. But I will say, I will give credit where credit is due. Her Charlotte Tilbury herself creates beautiful makeup looks. Yeah. And, and just because the product that she's working with and the capitalism and the, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff she's working with isn't okay with me. I still adore the mm-hmm. faces that she creates and Same. the palettes that she puts together color-wise. I, I think it it has a place in makeup and it's really beautiful. Same. And I'll be the first to admit, I love her lipsticks because of their lasting mm-hmm. power. I have Very Victoria, which is kind of like a browner version of Pillow yes. Talk. And then I have Kim KW, which is like a, a nude that doesn't pull orange on me. So... Oh, nice. Um, but I, I'm actually about to throw both of them out because um, I'm pretty big on um, expiration dates and makeup. Um, Good, and, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, sorry. I have to interrupt for a second. Um, an account that I follow did a post today that was saying like when you should throw things out and they mm. tried to say that your beauty blenders should be three months. Ooh. No, Ooh. no. <laughs> it's that, it was that Volition Beauty account that I usually really like yeah, their yeah, stuff, yeah. but I was like screaming like – uh-uh. And then all of the – I, like, looked at the comments and all the comments were from people that were like, I can't believe they're saying to, like, um, wait three months. Not wait three months. They were basically saying, I keep my beauty blender for, like, over a year. And I'm like, oh, my God. I need to get, like, out of this page. I need to throw my phone. These are bad things for me to see. Oh, my gosh. No. Well, you know, I have a – um, I have, like, an episode ready to go on when you need to throw out your products. So let's let's make that happen. Yes, and I love that. Let's educate the masses because your your makeup, probably your mascara is expired and you need to throw it out. Yeah, they said three months for mascara too. I just feel like we, as an adult, you use mascara a pretty good amount. Maybe just because I'm a makeup artist and I mm-hmm. go to work. I throw mine out every month because, you know, they get clumpy. Yeah. Well, consistency. And I'm, and I'm like, I like a freshie. Yeah. Consistency change is a big one. Um, yeah. So we're going to talk about that soon and we'll tell you guys all about when you need to be throwing this stuff out. Yeah, but I do like Charlotte Tilbury lip liners and the pillow talk mm-hmm. is gorgeous as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to talk about is so we drove to Savannah. It was about seven hours. Um, so my husband and I listened to a lot of the podcast Invisible Choir. Have you heard of this podcast? No. Oh, good. I'm excited to tell you about it. Okay. So it's a, it's a murder podcast. It's a um, true crime podcast. And what was interesting about it is it has a lot of um, audio original audio so either the interrogation or the um the person there um what's it called when you admit to it uh guilty no 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 no. like your official your official statement or whatever with the police officers that then you have to sign 
Uh, oh, isn't it a statement? Yeah, okay. Maybe that's the word I'm looking for. Um, they do have some 911 calls, which can be a little upsetting. Um, 911 call. I don't actually like 911 calls, but it's never like the entire four minutes, right? It's it's just little clips of it. But I thought that was, I mean, when you're in the car and, you know, it's interesting to listen to. It was interesting to listen to. We listened to um, quite a few cases. Um, some of them were cases that I remember kind of hearing on the news, but didn't know the details about. Um, like one of them was an ex-husband who um, came to the family's house on Christmas Day. Um, and I remember hearing about that in the news and things like that. Um, so I, if you're looking for a true crime podcast, it's called Invisible Choir. It was pretty good. Okay, awesome. Good to know. Mm -hmm. And then the last thing I want to tell you about is I finished the show Midnight Mass on Netflix. Have you watched the show, heard about it? No, I keep seeing it Okay, my suggestions. It's, it's a good spooky show. So now is like a good time to watch it because it's um, spooky. So Midnight Mass is about this little island. I read online it was filmed um, kind of the British Columbia, Vancouver area. So it's kind uh -huh. of like a, a rainy fisherman island, small town. Everybody knows everybody. And a new um, priest comes to their church. Um, so midnight mass because it's a Catholic church and then these like miracles start happening. Like the girl in the wheelchair can all of a sudden walk. Oh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. So then everybody starts going to church, but then it's like, are these good things or are maybe they're evil things and it's spooky. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So it kind of starts slow and you're not really sure where it's going but it's one of those things where it starts slow and then like the last 15 minutes of the episode is crazy and then you're like well oh, I, I, I gotta watch like the next one horror story yes used to like give me yeah. so much God. anxiety yeah and then you're like expected <laughs> to go to bed and you're like uh, yes no. and then yes yes yeah <laughs> so I and that's the reason I like finished the show in two days because I was like well I, ha I have to watch the next episode you, like this yeah, is crazy the mental torture is mm -hmm. too much if you don't so um I don't like um, to watch scary things by myself. And this was more like spooky. Like I would compare this scariness wise to like, um, the walking dead. Like there's some scenes where you're like, Whoa, that was crazy. But like, it was nothing that like I, cause I'm, I'm a scaredy cat. I'm a scaredy cat. I was going to say, I've been watching all the Halloween shows, but only kids ones. Like, mm -hmm. I've been watching Halloween Town. I just yeah. finished Hocus Pocus last night. I've been watching all of the episodes of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Like, it's so freaking funny. The old, like, wait, Melissa Joan yes, Hart? Yes, the old Melissa Joan Hart. Like, Did you it know they're redoing so it? Well. I literally LOL all day long with it in the background. Oh, like, it's funny. And there's so many outfit changes. I, like, totally, yeah. I remember why I was so obsessed with it mm. now. Like, and they had so many, like, famous people on and bands. Yeah. Like, I just turned around and Backstreet Boys was on yeah. it today. And I'm like, oh, my God, I, I love this show I remember so that episode. They're playing basketball, right? And then they sing. Yes, girl. Yes, I remember. <laughs> I remember that. I was a BSB fan. I know a lot of people liked NSYNC, but I was I was Backstreet Boys. I was a Backstreet it, Girl. It also brought me back to our um, conversation about like cultural mm -hmm. appropriation. Like now nowadays, I'm gonna sound so old, but like she was wearing like braids in mm -hmm. that like big thick cornrows because she was a basketball player. Mm -hmm. But like we all did that in the '90s. We were all yeah. doing it. Like yeah. I um yeah. I wanted to tell did you know they're redoing or they're not redoing that show but they're um so now Sabrina is the mom and it's her oh. daughter and then her aunts are still going to be on the show. Oh. Oh, you okay. It's like Fuller House like they're Wait. So like Melissa Joan Hart yeah. Sabrina? Yeah. Yeah, is the... Oh, okay. I thought it was like that cuz that Netflix situation like pissed me off. Oh, like, I loved what it. Was that I it's not that I didn't like it. It was um, good, but like, why did they call it Sabrina? Like, why oh, were they pretending? Because it's based on the comics. Oh. Uh huh. Okay. You don't live. You don't live I with today. Years yeah. old. <laughs> you don't live with a nerd to tell you things like that. Yeah, it's based on the yeah. comics. The same thing with Riverdale is based on a yeah, Archie. I know Riverdale. Yeah. Okay. okay. And it did give me Riverdale vibes. Okay. Now yeah. I'm with it. Now, now a lot of things are clicking for me. Yeah. So the town that she lives in is right next to the town Riverdale is. Hey. Yeah, there's no, I don't think there's a, ever a crossover, but it's like that I universe. I read something the other day that they were 
like it was fine it's finally going to happen and yeah, then i okay. was like confused like why would those two things happen i hate this show it's so far-fetched <laughs> from the sabrina the teenage witch that i know and love and watch every day like that was my literal thought process and now i get it now so many things mm. are, are making sense it's okay. all coming back to yes. me. yeah um yeah no it's based on the comics and so that's why it's like not fun and and uh but i loved the sabrina the netflix show but i knew it was based it on was a comic really cool it's just i think i was trying to put the correlation the whole time i'm like waiting yeah. for like the ants to come in and like yeah. <laughs> i don't know yeah. when is the outfit change like, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly what are the happy parts where's harvey like come on where is Har- why is harvey dating the friend now <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's funny and then also she has a cat but then she has a I guess it's her cousin in the episode who – so in the Melissa Joan Hart show, they made the cat and her cousin the same person. But in the Netflix show, they're two different people, the cat Salem and then her cousin. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We're there? Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, okay. we're there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just taking it all in. Taking yep. it all okay. in. Okay. Well, I want to talk about some skincare switch-ups mm-hmm. that I'm doing for – Mid-month, I'm almost about out of my bottle, so I want to say I'm going to, like, start November, but really, in reality, I'll probably start, like, next week. So mm-hmm. I'm going to replace my Mad Hippie Vitamin C with the Super Goop Daily Dose, mm-hmm. and if you haven't checked out our Instagram, please look at the experiment that Kelsey did with her students because the Super Goop Daily Dose Vitamin C won the oxidation test, so we know it's good stuff. It, it not, is a little pricey, but it, at least we know. It not only mm. won, but it, it like, crushed it. It, like, crushed it. Yeah, it's pretty inc- – Out of the park. I mean, I didn't even predict results like that. And when I was showing my coworkers, I was like, I did this three days ago. And they were like, wait, what? <laughs> I mean, Yeah, like, worth every penny. I feel really good about this, this switch because now this is going to be – my vitamin C, it has a little bit of um, sunscreen mm-hmm. in it, and it will be moisturizer as well. And mm-hmm. then I'll put still put my super goop unseen sunscreen over it. But Ooh. I feel I feel really good about it. I can't wait to hear how those all layer together. Actually, yeah, I think they'll be good because the daily dose it, dose is like very thin and mm-hmm. watery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would so agree. I feel like that just like goes into the skin, and then the unseen sunscreen is a, has that like silicone-y, like jelly type texture. Mm-hmm. So I'll definitely wait before applying one after the other, but I think it'll be good. But yes, I will keep you posted on that. Can't wait to hear. Okay. What of course, else? there's still a bottle of snail right behind it. Uh-huh. Like I'm almost out of the snail. Like I, it's it's been almost two months basically. So if you are interested in buying the snail mucin, it will last you. Um, so, and if you have oh, no idea wait. what she's talking about with the snails, oh. go listen to our snail episode. <laughs> yes, I have an episode on snail mucin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm also replacing my Paula's Choice BHA, which I have been using forever, with the Sunday Riley Good Jeans. So go listen to our AHA versus BHA episode. Kelsey informed me that Sunday Riley is a perfect blend of your AHA and BHA. Mm-hmm. So rather than having to alternate using mm-hmm. three different products at night, because I want to use an AHA, a BHA, and a retinol, I can just use my good jeans, mm-hmm. and then my retinol on alternating days, which is easier for me to remember. Yeah, awesome. Plus, I've never used an AHA, so this will be new for my skin too. So super oh. excited for that. Yeah. And then I ordered a second bottle of the Mad Hippie Vitamin A Serum, which Kelsey and I were talking about before we um, started recording. Mm-hmm. And go ahead and explain what was going on with the retinol in there because it was interesting and new. Yeah, for sure. So the form of, so I was looking up the form of retinol and the mad hippie serum because I couldn't remember. So this is a form of retinol. They're calling it HPR and this is a retinoic acid ester. So this is going to be a, and it, but it's a really gentle form of it. So normally retinoic acid ester is going to be sort of the strongest retinol you you can get over the counter without a prescription, but that comes with, you know, some irritation. But the claim of this form is that it will not cause irritation. Um, so Lauren started her retinol journey with Luna, which I recommend for everyone. If you're starting a retinol journey to, you don't know where to go, start with Luna by Sunday Riley. Um, and then you, um, decided to start using this mad hippie vitamin A serum, um, which is a stronger form of retinol. 
The other thing is Lauren was under the impression that then she needed to jump into prescription retinol. Um, and I, and you know, the internet makes us think things. And so, but they don't give us a timeline. That was the important thing. They just always say that they're like increase, just keep increasing. Just keep going. Yeah. But Kelsey really helped me out and please listen to this timeline. She's about to tell you because a lot of things will like come together. Right. So Lauren and I are in our early thirties. Um, so we are starting to see kind of the first signs of aging, um, as well as Lauren and I both struggle with post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, which is dark marks from acne. Um, so we, um, in your early thirties is a great time to start your retinol journey. And a great place to start that is with Luna. Um, Lauren was under the impression that then she needed to jump to prescription retinol as fast as possible. And I actually would disagree with that. Um, and I would say we can have that conversation about increasing the retinol strength, um, in a couple years. And maybe when we get closer to late thirties or even forties, um, your skin cells, um, every cell has a pre-programmed time of death. So we don't want to like kind of burn through our skin cells too fast in our, in our early thirties, right? We don't want to over exfoliate. We're in this for like the long haul. Um, that is such an important note too, because so I saw a status the other day of someone and it's really hard for me to like not solicit beauty advice, but some people take it the wrong way. But he was like, I can't wait to burn my skin off with retinol again. And like, that's what a lot of people think nowadays is Mm -hmm. to just go hard. And it's like with skincare, you're in it for the long Mm -hmm. game, like treat your skin good and keep in like introducing new things to it, see how it reacts. And like, it's, it's a constant game. It's, yeah. it's no different than like if you're going to the gym or if you're eating healthy and you're trying to figure out what you're sensitive to, it, your skin should be right up there with everything that you're taking care of. It's basic hygiene. Yeah. And I would mm. say that I think the reason I like K-beauty so much is because yes. the philosophy of K-beauty falls very much in line with my philosophy as an esthetician, which is keeping the skin really calm and hydrated and not irritated and not inflamed. And you will have really nice longevity. Just like we're learning about inflammation that our body experiences from things like diet, our skin experiences inflammation as well. And they call it the silent ager. So, um, I definitely don't think anything needs to be extreme with the skin. Yes. Okay. Well, and, and tell us the next thing I'm excited. About oh, this. I just saw Me? this, um, as I was eating dinner and I was Me too. I was and it didn't click to even that it was important. I was just like, oh, cool. And then now I'm realizing what a big deal it is. Yeah. So, um, Flower Beauty, our girl Drew Barrymore has released a white mascara. Um, so it's not a mascara primer. It is a true white mascara. I believe they're calling it the Snow Queen. And it is limited wow. edition. And she has some pictures on the Flower Beauty Instagram with this white mascara. And it looks really cool. It looks really cool. It, she said she's been working on the formula for 10 years. Yeah, that's crazy, I'm right? Like, I didn't even know you were like really involved in the beauty industry then. That's really fascinating to me. And I kind of want to learn more about that. Yeah, I mean... The first person to tell me about Flower Beauty was my mom. We were at Walmart one day and she was like, have you heard of this Flower Beauty? It's Drew Barrymore. And I was like, what? She has a beauty line? That's what I'm saying. Like Drew Barrymore is just like everywhere. Like what else is she doing that we don't know about Drew? Like I have to know. Well, (laughs) and so fascinating. And I'll say that was probably like 2012 when my mom said that to me. So I mean, yeah, a while, a while. So um, anyway, I just love the idea of this white mascara. And I don't know if it's like for Halloween or if it's like just for winter time or what. But I think that's really cool what she's doing. And I like that she's doing these kind of innovative, different things that don't seem like it doesn't feel gimmicky to me. It doesn't feel like a cash grab. It doesn't feel it feels like her really just wanting these different things out there. Yes, absolutely. You can just see there's genuine, pure joy in everything that she does. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. Um, all right. So, um, Lauren, you had really wanted to talk about hydrating mists and I really brought up the idea of hydrating mists and why they are such a good product and why you're such a fan of it. Um, fun fact, Lauren brought a hydrating mist to our Savannah meetup. So that was really fun. We got to, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we got to real life play with a hydrating mist. Um, mm-hmm. 
So dehydration is one of the biggest skin challenges that's impacting most people. Um, You can be dehydrated even if you're oily or dry. So dry refers to lack of moisture. So think of it in reference to oil, but dehydrated means lack of water. And you can actually become overly oily when you are dehydrated because your skin is going to try and balance itself out and compensate for the lack of water by overproducing producing oil. Um, The skin is an organ and it's constantly trying to reach a um, kind of a balance in itself. So some people... Homeostasis. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that word. I just think it's like what we're always trying to achieve, mm-hmm. you know, if you're cold, put on a sweater. We're always trying to get to homeostasis. We're always trying to get that, that Goldilocks, right? <laughs> yes. So, um, so a lot of people think that they can't be dehydrated because they're oily. Um, and that's actually not true. Um, and if you are struggling with overproduction of oil, it may be dehydration. So whenever I tell a client they're dehydrated, the first thing they say to me is, but I drink so much water. And I agree, that is really important. And I'm really glad you're drinking a lot of water. But when you drink water, it has to go through every other organ system first before it even makes it to the skin. So, and which most of the time it doesn't. So the best way to hydrate the skin is with water directly on the skin, um, aka hydrating mist. Hydrating mist. Um, This weekend, I heard a photographer say that the quickest way to make your skin look great in photos is to drink water. And um, I I didn't say anything back. Once again, I just always stay silent. But I think the quickest way to make your skin look great in photos is with your skin prep, good makeup, and then a hydrating mist. Because especially during... um, using that hydrating mist like right before a picture because that's really going to lay on top of the face and make the skin look good. And just like Kelsey's saying, it has to go everywhere when you're drinking water. Mm -hmm. So who's to say that it's going to end up in the face? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. So some signs of dehydration in the skin and kind of a way to tell if your skin is dehydrated is you may experience some itchiness, dullness, maybe even some flaking, Darkness under the eyes, um, not the genetic kind, um, (laughs) sunken eyes, shadows around your face, especially around the nose and the eyes, or even noticeable fine lines. And then the noticeable fine lines, I will say, is the biggest one I notice on clients, which is why before and after facial photos, you notice such a difference. A lot of it just has to do with that instant hydration. It's so true. And do we want any of these signs that we're seeing? (laughs) Absolutely not. No, definitely not. Mm -mm. So a hydrating mist is a blend of hydrating ingredients delivered in a fine water mist. The purpose is to increase hydration in the skin. You may want to use this to revive tired skin, prepare skin for serums, skin prep, or to freshen up makeup. So why should you use a hydrating mist? Applying your serums to wet skin enhances the absorption of the vitamins and the minerals in the formula. A hydrating mist will help you to reverse the signs of dehydration and ensure your skin is wet to absorb the important ingredients in your product. Um, So not all hydrating mists are created equal. And Lauren, you felt like it was specifically important to bring, to start with the trash, Mario Badescu. Let's trash. So Mario (laughs) Badescu, I really think is one of like – maybe the most Instagrammed brand of hydrating mist. It, it was sort of this explosion of the Mario Badescu hydrating mist. Um, so Mario Badescu in a, t- in a 2013 lawsuit, investigators found that Mario Badescu failed to disclose the use of steroids in at least two of the products, including its beloved control cream, which was pulled from the shelves in Korea and the United States following an investigation. Additionally, the brand was caught using off-label steroids in its products and was forced to remove them. Some devotees of the skincare brand suffered from topical steroid withdrawal. So their skin went through withdrawal. The reason this is so important is because steroids are a drug. And in the cosmetic industry, if you are including a drug in a product, it needs to be labeled. So for example, we see drugs labeled as sunscreen is considered a drug and salicylic acid is considered a drug. So you will see these listed as active ingredients in your skincare and then the rest of the ingredients under inactive. Um, And so you do have to disclose these things. 
Um, so on top of that, Mario Badescu is full of coloring. It's full of fragrance. It's just a lot of things that could potentially do more harm to your skin than any good. So, um, Lauren, you were saying that you think you need to add one back, uh, a hydrating mist back into your routine. Tell me about that. Yes. And before even I say that mm. with the Mario thing, I just feel like it's annoying because his, um, his sprays are so accessible, Yeah, you know, like they're in the line at Nordstrom rack, like right. they're, you know, at Ulta, he has like 15 of them now. And like right. the colors are so unnatural first mm-hmm. off and yeah, just, just piggybacking off of that. But yeah, I think that I need to add one back into my routine because I get dry and I sometimes wipe my face out of the shower and a hydrating mist would be perfect to re-wet it before applying the serums. Um, and I'll tell you, I actually do exactly that, which is, so I'm a nighttime shower and I double cleanse my face in the shower and then I dry off. And then before I go to apply the rest of my skin, care, I will just re-hydrate um, my face with a hydrating mist um, to have it kind of in that ready state. Um, like Lauren mentioned earlier, your skincare will absorb better when you have your skin damp. Um, so it's a really good idea to do that, especially if you feel like you are struggling with that kind of dry and tightness to your skin mm-hmm. or even excess oiliness. Try adding a hydrating mist and see if that helps with your oil production. Yeah, I also love these because you can refresh your face, keep one in your purse, gym bag, etc. But um, let's talk about the ones that are good for your mm-hmm. skin and the ones that we like. So I'm going to start off with the Caudalie Water Elixir. Mm-hmm. So this description is right from their website. It's inspired by the youth elixir of the Queen of Hungary in the 16th century. I just love that every Mm -hmm. time I read it. (laughs) So beautiful. Um, So the beauty elixir has a unique formula. It's made of 100% natural origin ingredients and bursting with precious plant extracts. It reveals complexion, radiance, visibly smooths the features, and tightens the appearance of pores. As a primer, it prolongs the hold of makeup and is used as a setting spray backstage at fashion shows just before the models step out onto the catwalk. Its ultra-fresh mist gives you an immediate radiance boost. Its aromatic fragrance soothes the mind and the sentence and the senses. Mm. So key ingredients in this are mint, rose, rosemary, orange, flower, and myrrh. Um, I am obsessed with it. It has such a relaxing scent. I like to take into consideration all of the senses when I do makeup. Uh, A big part of my job is the reality that I'm showing up to a bunch of people who have no idea who I am on an insane day where most people feel a little self-conscious about their face or body being on camera. So this scent and the way it mists out of the glass bottle always calms people down. Follow it up with a jade roller and they're like, wow, this bitch really wants me to have a great day. Um, I can also attest to it for a great primer. Um, It sets your makeup beautifully and it's a great pick-me-up. I keep one in my purse, like Kelsey was saying when we were in Savannah. (laughs) I had it in my purse to whip out and use on her. I think it's so great when you need a Zen moment in your life. Yeah, I hadn't um, used this in years. And I had totally forgotten how unique but very mild the scent is. Because sometimes when you think fragrance, you think like floral perfume. And it's not like that at all. And it's just almost like um, spa scent. Or that kind of like refreshing scent. It was really, really nice. I forgot how nice um, Yeah, it's it not is. overpowering and it hits you out of nowhere. And mm-hmm. also the note that they were making about the radiance that it mm-hmm. gives your skin. Makeup artist, if you have a more mature person in your chair, spray this right before you show them the mirror. Because the way it just like lays and lets the skin glow, that's kind of like what you're losing in your skin as you mature. And people will just be like, wow, you just took 20 years off of me. It really is such a great product. Yeah, this is one of those products where if you have like a long day and like maybe halfway or towards the end of the day, you feel like your makeup isn't looking as fresh. Instead of applying more makeup, try this spray or like some sort of hydrating spray. A lot of times that's what your face and your makeup needs to be like revived at that moment. Dude, it's so true. And if you're oily, just use like a blotting paper and then revive with Mm. this and you will be good to go. I I think that is such a great point, Kelsey, because Mm. people always think the solution is to add more makeup. Mm-hmm. And really, it's just sometimes these little tweaks like this. Yeah. And this product is great for something like that. Yeah. I mean, that came from my own personal experience where I'd be like, you know, th- at 4 p.m., I'd be like, God, oh, my makeup looks awful. I guess I'll just 
pile more on. And it, it's actually, that's not what I needed. I needed to refresh my skin and kind of bring it back to life. Yeah. And I had a bridesmaid come to me, um, that I had done her makeup like first or second. And she was really, she, she already knew she was oily. So we, we knew we were going to do a touch up, but I, instead of going for my powder, which sometimes I'll just like take colored powders and go over everything to like kind of add more and set it. But I just used a blotting sheet and like, it was almost like releasing a veil over her face and then all of the makeup was perfect underneath of it. I, I just couldn't believe it. And I'm like, yeah, that's, we really overcomplicate things sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like that's really all you need to do. And I just told her just like in the middle of the day, go to the bathroom and take like toilet paper. And then I gave her blotting papers as well. So like, yeah, you can totally fix your makeup if you get dry or need re- to be revived with a setting spray, sorry, a f- hydrating mist mm-hmm. and then use blotting papers if you get oily. Yeah, love that. So mm-hmm. n- now I'm going to talk about the one I use, which is the Heritage Rose, um, or I think it's Heritage brand, but it's the Rose Water Glycerin Spray. So rose water is a n- notorious old school healing ingredient. This is a very beneficial ingredient. It's um, kind of where the idea of like rose petals in the bath and rose water perfume and all that comes. I mean, we've been using roses in skincare for thousands of years. We really have it. We like think it's so romantic and I live for it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then glycerin is a humectant, which means it helps pull water into the skin. Um, So uh, an example of a humectant that's more commonly known would be hyaluronic acid. Um, So a humectant is great, but remember if you use this one, um, you need to seal it in or else you will become more dry. Because it pulls water into the skin, you want to make sure to lock that water. Um, So anytime you're using a humectant like glycerin or hyaluronic acid, just always follow up with like a moisturizer. So this Heritage Rosewater Glycerin is not one I would use to like refresh during the day. This is one that I would use more like I'm about to put on the rest of my skincare and I need to rehydrate my skin. Yes. Perfect. I actually ordered this one. Oh, Um, really? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to keep that one next to my shower to use after I get out to re-wet my face and then put my serums and my moisturizer over that. I I can't wait to hear about that too. Give us a follow-up. I also was reading a lot about them saying that like this is a makeup artist's best friend. So Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to depot some of it into a smaller spritz bottle Mm -hmm. and use it on some clients and see what I think. So we'll see. I like that Heritage brand and you can find them at Target, CVS. I think Ulta carries them now. I mean, they're definitely an affordable brand. I've seen them at Whole Foods, uh, things like that. Um, Yeah. And for people that are like really concerned about things being like natural and stuff mm -hmm. like that, this has like a lot of natural property, pretty much all natural, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to be one of those skincare brands that you find at natural um, food stores. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So for all you hippies out there. We love you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So the next one is um, Dermalogica Ultra Calming Mist. This is actually a spray that I would use a lot in the treatment room. So when I was doing facials, um, this is a soothing, hydrating facial spray that quickly relieves sensitivity while helping to calm redness, stinging, and aggravated skin. So after I would do like a chemical peel or a microdermabrasion, dermaplane, any of those kind of combos, um, this is something I would douse the skin in because this is to immediately calm down the skin. So if you are someone that struggles with irritation, redness, flushing, itching, um, just a lot of sensitivity in the skin, I highly recommend this Dermalogica Ultra Calming Mist. Oh, um, that sounds so lovely. Yeah, it's a little pricey. Dermalogica mm-hmm. stuff really is a little pricey, but I believe in a lot of their stuff and I'll only recommend Dermalogica things that I truly believe in. Yeah, it always actively works, you know, for the purpose that it serves. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I like that stuff. Um, All right, tell us about another one. The next one is the Aven Thermal Spring Water. Aven is a French brand. Um, It's kind of like um, a bougie French brand, but you're starting to see this brand a little bit more. It used to be, um, it's like what's known as a French pharmacy brand. So you get it in France at their pharmacies, but their pharmacies are like, they hold high-end skincare. So, um, I know I've always wanted to go. Yeah. All right. Let's, how about our next trip instead of Savannah? We go to France. Okay, cool. I love that. Right. <laughs> um, so the key element in all Aven skincare products is, um, is the Aven 
water. And it is um, shown to clinically soothe, soften, and calm the skin. Um, it's also known to treat atopic dermatitis. Event Thermal Spring Water is the only thermal spring watered bottle directly from the source and packaged in a sterile environment. So what I know about the Aven laboratories is essentially the water comes down through... I believe it's the Alps. And as it's traveling down the mountains, it's picking up really beneficial minerals in it. And it's these beneficial minerals mixed with this spring water that actually is very um, soothing, hydrating, calming for the skin. And if you had skin conditions like eczema, psoriasis, dermatitis, you can go to their laboratory and bathe in these waters. Um, and yeah, and so um, this, I mean, that's not... The bath water is not what they bottle. They they um, they get it directly from the source. But this is a really nice brand. This is going to be in kind of an aerosol can. So very similar to that like Evian spray. I was going to say the Evian. Mm -hmm. the, the difference is the Evian has a little bit higher of a salt content. So it actually can be a little drying um, and give you more of the, um, I like to call it the chapstick effect, where you feel like you have to keep reapplying, reapplying, reapplying because it's actually drying you out. Yes, I was reading an article that was all about like using the hydrating mist mm -hmm. when traveling and they were giving examples of how you have to follow up with a moisturizer and they were saying that the Evian one mm -hmm. may likely dry you out more than yeah. actually benefit you. Yeah, that's actually probably one of the worst things you can do to your skin. Um, it's like for some reason Evian got this reputation to like when you're on the plane to spray your skin with this Evian water um, and that's actually probably one of the worst things you could do for your skin. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. It's the internet. It lies to you. It does. And that's why we're here to help everybody out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to talk about the MAC Cosmetics Prep and Prime Fix. Um, it is a lightweight, lightweight mist of water packed with vitamins and minerals infused with a blend of green tea, chamomile, and cucumber to gently soothe and refresh the skin. It gives an instant boost of hydration while delivering a soft sheen to refresh and finish makeup. The holy grail of hydrating mist can be used with other products in near endless ways. It can improve the wear of makeup or moisturize and soothe tired skin. It's a delicious twist in a permanent romantic rose scent, calming lavender, or creamy coconut scent. Um, is this, so, is this, oh, sorry, go ahead. is this fix plus or is this something different? The prep and prime fix plus. So they have different versions, Got but it. basically any of the fix plus they are marketed as a hydrating mist and, um, they have different versions to help with different ailments, but mm -hmm. I think you can usually use any of these really. Mm -hmm. They're good. Mm -hmm. Um, if you are sensitive to fragrance, you might have a problem with them because they do have, mm -hmm quite a fragrance to it. But um, also this is marketed as a finishing spray. And I see a lot of talk in the makeup artist community. And I personally agree that this is not going to give you the longevity of a finishing makeup spray, but it is great for freshening up makeup after you add a lot of powder. Um, yeah. And you can I, use it. As, wait, sorry. Oh, I was going to say mm -hmm. me personally, I used this on my wedding day because I knew I was going to be photographed and wearing makeup for a long time. So mm -hmm. I wore liquid foundation followed by powder foundation. And it's mm -hmm. sort of um, the way I heard it described and I'll agree with it is that it kind of melts the two together. And exactly. so it kind of removes that powdery look from the skin. Um, it does. But without removing coverage. Exactly. Yeah. And when I think of makeup, I always think of like concrete for some reason. Okay. And like, that's kind of what you need is like, all of the different elements of like the different formulas and then wetting down and the two like meshing together and then drying and then mm. adding more and you can like build more onto it. And I think that the um, Fix Plus is such a great product for that for in between layers of getting makeup to like adhere and stick together. But like you said, keeping the coverage. I, I'm going to tell you, I was not with you with the concrete analogy oh. until you explained it. And now it makes perfect sense. It's like blending things together to get that perfect consistency. Exactly. Because it all, all doesn't come together. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And you have to have all the different like textures and formulas and pigments and colors. Yeah. It, and then it all like mushes together. I know it sounds crazy, but that's how I kind of look at mm -hmm. it. Yeah. No, makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Um, so, um, I have 
so th- I think that finishes up our um, hydrating mist conversation. Um, I had one thing I wanted to talk about in the beginning that I totally forgot, so I'm going to bring it up now, which mm-hmm. is um, hydrating mist. Um, we are not talking about toners, and we're not talking about essences. Um, so if you want some more information on essence, I would go listen to our K-Beauty episode we talk about in essence, or Lauren's um, snail episode or snail mucin just the snail one go look for snails um (laughs) that is um an essence that she was using there and then i um i have promised to do an episode on toner and i will um but these are that's not what we're talking about in this situation um those have different purposes um so yeah i think that wraps it up for our hydrating mist chat yeah, and go check our Instagram because I already uploaded all of the products that we love and some information with those products. They're all there in reels. And um, we have the episode on the side of the little like image so you know like which episode it was from. So it's all nice and organized. And I added a button there too so we can keep adding products that we like and keep talking about it and keep it all organized. Awesome. Um, and don't forget to follow us on the TikTok. Um, yes, follow us on the TikTok. <laughs> it will be on there too. Um, so should we talk about what made us happy this week? And I want to go first. Yeah. <laughs> so what made me happy this week was getting to hug you. I couldn't believe yes! it. It felt so awesome. And you know what's crazy is, so I haven't seen you in 10 years, but I talk to you, I mean, constant. I mean, we talk constantly. We talk all day, pretty much every day. It is a rare day if we go without some form of communication. And so yeah. then to get to actually see you in the flesh, to hug you, we got lunch. We got beverages. We walked around. It was so nice to be in Savannah. Um, Our friend who took our pictures, she used to live there. So she took us to this really cool street. Um, Mm -hmm. That street was so cool. And things were decorated for Halloween. So it just felt really fun and spooky and fall. And to me, that filled my heart up so much to be able to see you and hug you and get to spend a day with you. I agree. That was what made me happy too. It completely filled my love tank and it it was just such a fun day. And then when I got home, I ended up going to like my favorite taco restaurant on Folly Beach and we ended up doing a beach walk at night and found some chairs that were on the beach and just sat there watching the moon and all the stars. And I was like, this is literally just the best day ever, like from start to end. What a great day. Well, I think it solidifies the fact that we should probably meet up every few months so we can do that. I agree. It was good for the soul. Oh, that's so nice. All right, Mm -hmm. everybody. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned something about hydrating mist. If you have any hydrating mist that you use or you're going to use any of these, uh, let us know. Hit us in the DMs. Um, Or if you have any questions about... (laughs) Hit us us in the DMs. Hit us in the DMs. I'm a hit mom, all right? I'm... I'm not like a regular teacher. I'm a cool teacher. I'm on. I'm on. Yeah. T- I'm on the TikTok and the Facebook. With uh-huh. uh-huh. Yep. You sure are. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are. I'm. I'm gonna quit <laughs> while I'm ahead. But let us know. Um. And if you guys have any skin, um, or makeup, or beauty, or hair, or you know, you just want to chat, let us know. We'd love to talk to you guys. We love answering questions. That's why we're here. Um. And we hope everyone has a great week. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.